0: Good evening. I want to talk to you today about how to actually talk to people. See, a lot of people in today's time don't actually know how to talk to people because we've been so accustomed to being behind the computer and kind of more so kind of hiding who we are. When we get out into the real world, real world is what stuff happens at. Stuff happens behind the computer, but you eventually got to step out from behind that computer and go out into society and talk to people. It doesn't matter who you are. You have to talk to people. And one thing that most people don't understand is conversation rules the nation. If you don't have no good conversation, you're not going to get as far in life as you potentially could be because people like people who are Fun, relatable, reliable, and conversational. Now, just think about it. If you was on some game show and you was like, uh, you know, no, that's not fun and conversational. You was on a game show. you like, oh man, shit, it's the best game show. Woo. You know, see, that's what people like. When you're communicating with people, people like for you to be enthused to want to talk to them. Now, if you want to learn more about communication, how to communicate, when to communicate, and why to communicate... Stay tuned to the end of this episode. Now, whenever we're talking to somebody, it's three things that we must do. The first thing that we have to do, we have to want to actually physically talk to the other person. If you don't want to talk to the person, this isn't going to work. The second thing that we have to do, we have to have an end goal in mind whenever we're talking to anyone. So always make sure to have an end goal in mind. The third thing that we need to do is we need to speak in inclusive terms. And inclusive terms mean like speak to a person the way how they need to be spoken to. Now, let's get started with the very first one here. You have to want to talk now. This should be a given right here, but it may not be. Let me explain. See, if you want to talk to somebody, they can tell if you want to talk. It doesn't matter who it is. It can be a two-month-old baby. If you want to actually go up and physically hold this baby and rock the baby and all of this stuff, or hey, you're talking goo-goo-ga-ga to the baby, that baby knows that you want to talk to it. That baby is like looking at the cute, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the only reason that is, is because the baby knows that you want to talk. So if a baby knows that you want to talk, imagine an adult. See, most people in life, they just actually talk just to be talking. That's not the right thing to do. That is not the right thing to do. So whenever you're talking, you have to actually talk and actually want to talk so for example let's just say you woke up on the wrong side of the bed and you decide to go down to the grocery store to go get some hamburger meat or something like that you get to the store and then you're already kind of groggy like oh man shit man i don't i, I don't even really want to be in the store today but i'm halfway tired i'm gonna be in here to get this hamburger meat because i gotta feed my family and then one of your old school buddies from 25 years ago he's at the same store as you He's like Lamont. Then you look back. Oh, fuck. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, buddy? Oh, hey, man, what's going on, man? I'm so happy to see you. Yeah, man. Good, 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 good to see you too. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, so how many kids you got, man? Shit, I hadn't seen you since high school, man. Like, what? Like, what, what are you doing for a living? Like, do you live on this side of town? Do you live on that side of town? And then the person is going to be like. Um, well, I don't live around here. I live over here. You see how the second person, the person who went into the grocery store, who woke up groggy on the wrong side of the bed, who didn't want to talk. You see how that person, the school buddy, he actually wanted to talk. You felt his energy. You felt his essence. You felt his presence because he made his presence known. He made you, you know, actually talk to him. Because, see, he actually wanted to talk to you. You didn't want to talk. You just, yeah, I live. See, anytime you answer somebody with short answers, yes, no, maybe, I think, possibly, you know, anything like that. Those are going to be key indicators to the other recipient who you are talking to that you don't want to actually talk. And we're all human, at least I hope. And we all are very sensitive creatures. You know, we are all sensitive creatures. And so we can immediately tell when somebody don't want to talk to us. Just like the other day, I was down at the coffee house. I'm not going to name name the coffee house, but everybody has patronized this coffee house. I was down there at the coffee house. And then one of the ladies at the cash register, I asked for my usual, you know, boom, 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 and everything. And then when she gave it to me, I always used to talk to this lady right here, but then this particular day, she didn't want to talk and I was like, Hey, Rebecca, how you doing this morning? Hey, Tony. So as I kept trying to talk to her, like, Hey, uh, how the kids doing today? They're all right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hey, um, so, um, how's your husband? Um, how did his arm get from his baseball injury? It's Okay. So I started thinking to myself, man, Rebecca must be going through something today. So I'm not really going to talk to her today. But now just imagine if I was coming to give Rebecca a million dollars or coming to give Rebecca like a different opportunity in life and everything on top of her being a Brutista on top of that. So imagine if she didn't want to talk to me, but I wanted to talk to her and I was about to elevate her life. See, that's how a lot of people miss out on opportunities. Because see, when you don't wanna talk, it's gonna make you lose opportunities out because you don't know who is coming to actually uplift your life. So it's best to always make sure to always wanna talk to people and make sure to try your absolute best to wake up on the right side of the bed Eat a proper breakfast you know and, and drink enough fluids and stuff so that way when you're out talking to people you seem more lively you seem more alive versus like you're still like drunk and like lethargic and you you know so people don't like communicating with people like that again we're all creatures we're all like naturally uh sensitive creatures and everything so please remember if a baby knows that you wanna talk to it. An adult definitely will know when or whenever you do not wanna talk. The second piece of this equation is going to be to have an end goal in mind. Now, what I mean by having an end goal in mind, every person who you communicate with, you have to have an end goal in mind. It doesn't matter if you're talking to a baby or it doesn't matter if you're talking to a man, person, or a lady, it doesn't matter. Every conversation that you have should have an end goal in mind. So, for example, if you're talking to a baby, the end goal is going to be for you to talk to the baby, goo goo guy, guy, or whatnot, in order to get them to stop crying so that way you can put them to sleep. The end goal of talking to an adult would be different because we know the baby's only end goal is to be, you know, put to bed or whatnot. And so that way, you know, you can go do whatever you need to go do. So that's the end goal for the baby, but when we grow up, end goals become a little bit more complex. they're not as simplistic as it is with the with the baby. Now, you're talking to an adult now, my personal philosophy is on the end goal is to try to learn as much as possible about the other person like don't take a defensive posture when somebody tries to come up and talk to you because you never know that could be the one person who could up your life from from 10 to 200. You don't know. You don't know. So please always give a proper posture when somebody is, you know, trying to come ask you a question because, see, they could be, you know, needing help or they could be coming to try to help you. And then we'll forget uh, when me and my wife was uh moving from Tennessee out to the West Coast or whatnot, uh, I was driving a U-Haul with all of our you know stuff from my house um, you know inside of it. so the back gate on the U-Haul was open when I was on the interstate. Now I didn't know this. It was a man he was doing about 100 miles an hour. And I'm driving a U-Haul truck and I'm looking to the left and he's boop, 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 boop. I'm looking like driving like, what the hell is this guy doing? What what the hell? Then so his wife, I'm assuming it was his wife, on the passenger side, let the window down and was like, your back gate is open. Your back gate is open. So I looked. I was like, "What?" Because you know, it was so much wind and stuff. Because I was doing about seventy in the U-Haul. They was doing about a hundred and everything to to catch up to me to tell me that my back gate, the back door, was open. So I said, "What?" They was like, "Your back gate is open." I was like, oh shit, you know, my gate's open. So I quickly pulled on the side of the interstate, and they also pulled on the side of the interstate just to make sure I didn't need any assistance, anything like that. So I jumped out the truck. You know, I thanked both people for letting me know that my back gate was open. But the end goal for that right there was for me to learn as much about them as I possibly could. So what I did was because we had, you know, all of our possessions and some of the possessions that we have are priceless. And if that stuff would have fallen out onto the interstate, I would have been really, really sad. So my end goal for these good people here for saving my tail, so to speak, was was for me to actually learn everything i could about them and actually take them out to a nice dinner at chipotle because like i said we was on the road so we had all of our clothes packed up so i wasn't trying to do no upscale place or nothing like that you know because i didn't have the right clothes but we did go out to chipotle and i treated you know her her husband and all the kids they had in back of the van or whatnot because they saved my tail see that was the end goal and even in, to, in, in today's time, I still have their telephone number. But just imagine if I would have heard them blowing and I would have tried to speed up or something like that and then not paid that many attention. I would have lost all of my stuff. And then by the time we would have made it to Arizona, you know, we wouldn't have had nothing to move. You know, it'd have been like, oh, shit, where did all the stuff go? Wow. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Have an end go. Now, let's take this one a step further. Let's just say. If you're communicating with somebody, let's just say like you're out at a club or you're at a bar or something like that, and you're communicating with somebody, think about what you want the end goal to be. Now, if you have the end goal set up for something like sexual or anything like that, don't do that because that's that's clear as day. That's like clear as day. Bright as my motorcycle code is. It's clear as day. It's clear and see that's what I'm saying see people can tell your intentions if you have cruel intentions then they'll be able to tell you have cruel intentions with the conversation so never try to make the end goal be anything sexual always when you're talking to people try to make the end goal be to where you are learning as much about the person as possible because the goal of talking is to learn more because just imagine you meet this lady down here at the pub And then you are trying to have an end goal of going home with this lady here. But then let's just say you're an author and then you got your mind locked on one thing and then boom, you blow your whole chance because if you would have learned more about this lady, she would have been happy to tell you that she was the manager of a publishing company. See, it's six degrees of separation in life. And so you never know, who is who in life so that's why it's best to always have an end goal in mind that is generous like again my end goal whenever i talk to anybody is to try to learn as much about that person as humanly possible in like a non-creepy kind of way so for example something i would do i would say something like hey so what kind of work do you do for a living then they would say, Oh yeah, so um I own my own custodial services. And then I would say, Oh, hey, that's amazing, man. Uh yeah, I used to do custodial work, you know, back in the day uh and whatnot for this really big company and whatnot. So that's a really good feel. And so what I do, I am a real estate coach and I deal with customer service. So see, when you're communicating and talking to people, you have to give also. You you can't be expecting them just to bombard you with their information but you're not giving them anything valuable or anything useful back you're just giving them yabba dabba do but they're giving you heat or whatnot so another thing is uh on this one here have an end goal in mind is to always actively listen now hearing somebody and listening to somebody is two totally different completely things or whatnot so Whenever you're a kid or whatnot, and then your mom or your, your dad or your legal guardian, they go up and tell you, hey, Leroy, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, mom, dad, I'm not going to do it. Your mom and daddy leave and you done not went out the window right here somewhere. Don't slid down a rope or whatnot. So, see, you heard what they said. You didn't listen. But if you would have listened, then you wouldn't have got wet. From the sprinkler system that they just installed right here by your window see you didn't listen and see that's how it is in life when you're communicating with people no one wants to have their time wasted please don't come up talking to anybody about just the weather like the weather is not that interesting it's just like because people know like okay he's come over here talking about the damn weather it's a hundred degrees outside well we need to talk about the weather for it man that 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 weather stuff That may have worked back in 1802 when people first kind of started really learning communication and whatnot. So don't use no weather or nothing like that. Go right into it. Just say, "Hey, what kind of work do you do for a living?" Talk about something meaningful. Don't talk about, "Oh yeah, hey man, weather nice out here today, right?" Ooh wee. Well, like it's gonna be some tornado weather, man. You know, like everybody don't want to talk about the weather but everybody wants to talk about themselves. So if you go ask somebody, Hey sir. Hey ma'am. Hey person, what kind of work do you do for a living? You look like a high profile kind of player. What kind of work do you do for a living? If you don't mind me asking. So that person will tell you, Oh yeah. Hey, I do this. I do this. I do this. I do that. So that's going to be the second component is to always have an end goal in mind. Now, The third piece of this equation is to speak in inclusive terms. Now, speaking in inclusive terms means to basically speak to people gently. Okay. Don't you don't have to speak to people rough, like, oh you know, you don't have to do all of that because different demographics respond differently to different vocal cues. Let me just put it that way. So you can't talk to somebody a certain way in this demographic that you talk to over here in this demographic because this demographic might be thinking, okay, you're talking a little too rough to me and then this demographic thinking, damn, you're not talking rough enough. So you never wanna get caught up in like that demographic kind of talk thing because that can be like a, a downward spiral. So it's best to always speak in inclusive terms. Now, when you speak in inclusive terms, that works for any demographic. doesn't matter the demographic it works for any demographic inclusive terms mean gentle talk so basically let's just say um, if you're out and you have to let's just say get your oil changed and let's just say you come in and you want to get a specific kind of motor oil in your car okay now the average person who is paying for their oil change is going to say hey look I want this oil in my car. Do this, do this, do this, do that. Here's the money. Call me when it's done. And then the mechanic is looking at you like, hold on, man. Like, yeah, I'm I'm working for you, but you're out here barking orders at me like you a big dog. You know, just because you're paying this forty nine dollars and ninety nine cent to get this little oil change over here. That don't mean that you a big dog. Then you might wonder why your car stopped popping and missing because you just talk crazy to your mechanic. This is the man who's fixing your vehicle you finna go out of town with. You never talk crazy to the mechanic like you never talk crazy to your barber. Think about it. Man got a razor to your throat. He got clippers to your head. He can make you look all kind of ways. He can take you from having a jerry curl down to having a bald head or whatnot. Like, whoops, I'm sorry about that. See, that's what I'm saying. When you talk to people in an inclusive way, let's go back to this oil change situation. Instead of saying, do this, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want that. The easiest thing to do is to say, Hey, is to say, Hey sir, how you doing? Yeah. I just would like to know, um, I purchased this oil right here. Uh, this is a 10 w 40, but my car requires a 10 w 30. Uh, I wanted to put a little bit thicker of a weight in here. Like, would you recommend doing something like that? And then the mechanic at that point would say, you know what? Well, we can do that, but we'll have to do. We'll have to kind of mix both oils together and let it just synthetically go through your car together. And then the the patron of the uh, oil shop would say, "Okay, sounds great. You see how easy that was? You see how gentle that was? You still told the mechanic what you wanted to do, but you just worded it in a way that don't get your car messed up. See, everybody goes through stuff in life. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to go through stuff. It doesn't matter if you can be the brokest person, you're going to go through stuff. You can be the most richest person, you're going to go through stuff. Everybody goes through stuff for different times in life. Some people go through stuff rough and early in life and then makes them be a certain way when they're an adult. And then some people go through rough stuff later in life, which makes them be a certain way when they're an adult. So you never know what anybody is going through. You never know what pressure. You never know somebody could have passed away in their family. So if you're out here talking to people rough, like you just some big dog or whatnot, just imagine if a man's grandmama gets passed away and then you don't want to pay and talk to him crazy. He might smack you in the mouth. You know, that's disrespectful. So you never know what's on the next person's mind. You never know what's on their mind. You only know what's on your mind. So as long as you know what's on your mind, please always make sure to speak in inclusive terms. Like don't talk to nobody rough. Like make suggestions, like make it an interactive conversation. Because, see, that's going to be the cherry on top of the ice cream right here. It's going to be that inclusivity. Because even if you want to talk to somebody, okay, even if you want to talk to them. And even if you have an end goal in mind, okay, you, you mastered these two, but number three right here, inclusivity. If you don't master that you might as well not even had a conversation with this person at all because this particular person here is going to be looking at you like, man, who the heck you talking to man? Hey, bring it down. Some your emotions is up here now in your brain. You're thinking my emotions is down. I'm not. I'm not doing nothing. Think about it. How many times have you ever heard somebody tell you, whoa, 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 calm down," and then you tell them, "I am calm." It's the way how you worded certain things. See, you can say whatever you need to say in life, but it's the way how you say it. If you sit back and say, "Oh man, to hell with you, man," no, and then you sit back and say, "Ah, oh, Kenny, man, hell with you, man. You crazy boy." You see how that's the same thing? I still said to hell with Kenny, but I didn't get said in a rough kind of way that would make me and him lose friendships or make us get to fight or something like that. You know? So, you have to remember that. So, it's key to always speak in inclusive terms. So, don't never try to speak to nobody rough or nothing like that. Even if you had like a rough childhood or you had a rough you know upbringing and that made you be this rock-hard solid person that's that's okay that's okay but when you're talking to somebody it's best to lose that mo or whatnot and I know it's hard it's very hard but if you want to get the maximum amount achieved out of life I highly suggest to always make sure to speak in inclusive terms if you like this episode or if you found it useful please press that like and subscribe button as this actually helps my channel grow. Now, also, please feel free to drop me a comment below. I answer all comments back. And this about wraps it up for today's episode. Until next time, I'll catch you later.